The autumn wind is a pirate. All right, Raider Nation, wake your asses up. Raider Greg is back. And so, welcome, Raider Frickin' Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your frickin' host, Raider Greg, back in the saddle again. Hey, we got things that have happened. We got things that are happening. And the still, Oakland Raiders are looking like champions already. And this early in the offseason, absolutely mind-bending situations going on here in Oaktown. We're going to hit that and more on show 457. All right, all of you hardcore Raider Nation podcast listeners that have been hurting for a show, let me just tell you this. On today's show, we will have... Master, there's been a disturbance in the falls. you damn right there's been a disturbance. The disturbance is a magnificent shift in the power at the AFC West. It is epic, and you can feel it, and we got to talk about it. Merry Christmas. Santa Reggie brings home the presents, baby. That's right. I was like a kid at Christmas. I can't even tell you. Free agency has been a freaking Bonanza, and we got a hit on that. All that and the bone line should wrap this show up. Welcome back, folks. I know the three of you out there listening, <laughs> probably so, uh, are enthur- enthused, uh, happy, and well, so am I, damn it. It's nice to be back. Master. There's been a disturbance in the falls. Last year, you could tell that the Oakland Raiders meant business in the division, going 3-3 and and coming close to beating these clowns anyway, especially Denver, only losing by a field goal two times. Kansas City was our toughest opponent last season, and they're not going to be half as good this year, and we've improved by leaps and frickin' bounds. The division, now Coach Del Rio's second year, Uh, along with the defensive staff, Ken Norton, and company. The core players that we have with Carr and, of course, number 15 and number 89, we have a lot of things to look forward to in this next season. The Chargers are a mess. Rivers is already sold out. He's gone down the river, so to speak. The Kansas City Chiefs are hanging on by a thread. They've lost their best defensive back to the Raiders. Their team is really falling apart, overcapped, and uh, they're going to have some issues next season for show. 
because the Raiders are improving an unbelie- at an unbelievable pace. The Bronco hoes are done. They are finished. Stick a fork in them. Now, they're going to play well, but they're not going to win next season. Not even close. They will not make the playoffs. Faux show. I don't care how good their defense is. They have no head. They have no quarterback. And I am sure they're scrambling to get someone in that position. It's not to be funny about that, however, because they've won with guys like Tim Tebow and a host of other buffoons. So I'm not going to get too crazy about Denver. However, I know that already with this short offseason and free agency just now kind of getting into the mix, that the Oakland Raiders have improved over 50%, and that's a reality check for every other team in the division. The Chiefs are gone. The Broncos are done. The the chargeless, nutless, boltless Chargers are finished. That means one thing to me, and it means that the Oakland Raiders are going to take the division and go to a playoff game next season. I am not joking. I am serious. And you can watch the talking heads on NFL Network. All the other sports, uh, sports experts are all mumbling about the Raiders. You see us on the network all the time. They are starting to see the worm is turned in Oakland, and the division is certainly up for grabs is what they're saying. But you know, under their breath, they're, it's up for the Raiders to grab. That's a fact. Bruce Irvin's a pretty good get, former teammate job, of yours. Bruce. Good job, man. Now get reunited program, man. with Ken Norton, yes, who was yes. his linebacker coach in Seattle. How do you think uh, him and Khalil Mack coming off the edge, what kind of uh, addition will that be for this team? How do you block them? Where do you slide the line? Um, if, if one of them is a linebacker, where do you put the back? You know what I mean? I think they're going to create problems for opposing offenses. How do you block them? Um, and just to know, just to know the journey of Bruce Irvin. Man, I played with him, spent a lot of time with him. I see this, seen this kid grow up, mature into a young man, and now he gets to start fresh with another team, an up-and-coming young team. Uh, I talked to Coach Norton last night. Coach Norton is excited to get his hands on him. I think Bruce Irvin is going to be a very impactful player for the Oakland Raiders, and he's going to have a career year this year, especially playing opposite Khalil Mack, who, and many people think, is always up for the defensive player of the year. Yeah, he's a big, strong, physical, and he's versatile, Mike. You can use him. You can play him off the ball. You can cover. Uh, You watch Seattle do a lot of different things with him on third down. You can put his hand in the dirt. And you said it brings a little bit more to that pass rush because now you can't slide the protection of double-team Khalil Mack, who is another player that's interchangeable. You can move him around, too. I would even put these guys on the same same, uh, side and run games with him. You have that versatility with these two type of players. And Ben, from Ken Norton and another guy, defensive-minded Jack Del Rio, they always want to build and get strong through the trenches. And playing against him my career, they want to be strong up front. Adam Bruce Irvin does that. It's tough being in Seattle because there's a lot of big names on that defense. So a lot of times he didn't get enough attention and enough shine, um, but he's very disruptive. When you watch their highlights, he is everywhere. And Willie, like you said, you can stand him up, or he could put his fingers in the dirt. He is extremely versatile, and he has that dog. And we know we talk about it, yeah, yeah. but there's certain guys, when they put that helmet on and they get between those white lines, 
that's the dude you want to be standing next to. And he's one of those individuals which kind of fits that brand of Oakland Raiders football. And, and i tell you one thing, guys. During training camp, when you're, you're tired, you don't really want to be there. It's the dog days of summer. Bruce is the guy that's going to come out there without his shirt on, make stuff funny, you know, lighten the mood, run around, have energy that you don't know where it's going to come from. Big, a big-time get for the Oakland Raiders, man. This feels like a team that is right on the precipice, potentially. They're they've close. got a lot of big out. moves that they've made in the last few years. Like now them. they have a few holes to plug, and they have uh, certainly started plugging. A lot of money handed out in the last week. Brock Osweiler's four-year deal ensuring that he will make just less next year than Peyton Manning made last year. Who had the best week, Michael, in terms of moves made in free agency so far? I like two teams. I like the Oakland Raiders and I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. As you look at the Oakland Raiders, and don't, don't let me mess up his name. Kalecio Semele. Great, versatile offensive lineman. You got Bruce Irvin, 12 sacks the last two seasons. He's going to be the end that I think he's going to have a great year this year. All right, Raiders, let's, let's talk about these guys, man. They improved this year, 79 big strides. Remember, they have the 14th pick in the draft. Bruce Irvin going to bolster that defense, keeping some of their own as well. Are the Raiders ready to make a playoff push, Nate? Well, I like Bruce Irvin. You know, he is a home wrecker. He is very disruptive. And I like that he's going to be outside of that Seattle defense. So now he's going to stand out, and they're going to ask him to do a lot more than what he needed to do in Seattle. Yeah. He's going to be the man. And I know he appreciates that, having that pressure on him. And then Sean Smith, you pull him away from Kansas City. I mean, that's a win on top of a win. Tall, rangy, cornerback, DB. So, for me, I like what they're doing, addressing the defense side of the ball, because offensively, you got Carr, you got Cooper. Um, they're building something special. I like the Raiders. I liked them last year, and I like them again going into this season. All I got to say is town business, man. Town business. They're going to be all right. They're going to the playoffs. <laughs> Serious, Dan. You looking at me crazy? No. I, <laughs> you looking at me crazy? I think they have some serious tempos on both business. sides of the ball. You got, yeah. you got Bruce Irvin with Cleo Mack, and you got those studs on the offensive side, yeah. too. A lot of people expect the Raiders, uh, I think, to do a lot better this year than their 7-9 record last year. Already I can say for sure that all the networks, all the sports channels, ESPN and the like that has shunned us for so long, over a decade for sure, will now be paying very close attention to Oakland. We're going to be slated to win the West. I can tell you that from the beginning. Uh, all these naysayers for the last decade will come back to glue their lips to the Raiders' ass once again and uh, sing the praises of the team. Now, you know I don't give a shit really about that at all. Uh, however, it is nice to get some recognition from everyone else. I know my, all my friends, every single one of them are saying, uh, wow, wow. Look at the Raiders and what they're doing in free agency. That is amazing. And it is amazing that we haven't even drafted yet. We have eight picks in the box, ready to go. And I don't even know if our draft picks are going to have a spot on the team. That's something to say from last season. If we get three workers in this next eight draft pick, I am telling you, man, the Raiders are going to be big time for quite some time. They are a young, driven team that has a lot of positive going for it, man. The attitude has changed. The whole demeanor of the team has changed. Coach Del Rio and company have brought the Raiders back to full domination this year. You will see it. And it's all due to four years of, I'm going to tell you this, thankless work at the beginning. And I, for one, criticize Reggie McKenzie. You guys know it. But I will tell you now, I will kiss his ass 
because he has certainly freaking changed the whole feeling I have about his plan four years in and look at us. If you look at our contracts, you look at the money we're saving, the money we're spending on premium young talent that want to be here for the first time I can remember in over a decade, we have free agents that are coming here to play for the Raiders to get a Super Bowl ring, baby. That is a very special feeling. What an amazing turnaround. Reggie, got to give it to you, bro. You fucking kicked some ass. And I got to say that, faux show. So as far as the division goes, everybody knows, everybody's aware that the Raiders are going to be into it to win it and watch out because the old Raiders are over and the new Raiders are here to do some serious hitting. Trust me on that. And that is all I have to say about that. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, Raiders. The Oakland Raiders got presents, lots of presents in the offseason. This free agency has been, well, it's been quite remarkable, surprising the living crap right out of me. Baby, 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 I got the After over a decade of buffoonery, bad pickups, Randy Moss, uh, I mean, I can go down a litany of players that came here for their last paycheck, uh, played very poorly, still took the money and left um, to this season. Last season as well, uh, Reggie McKenzie has made an impeccable uh, selection this year. I mean... I was absolutely blown away. Uh, the players that he's picked up, and if you look at the Oakland Raiders' uh, salaries, you could see them all and see their structure and their contracts. Everybody is in line. I mean, not only do we have still money to give to players in the in the near future because we're going to have to pay for Mac, we're going to have to pay for Car. I mean, there's a lot of players we're going to have to take care of, but... It's not impossible. We're not in cap hell like we used to be. These contracts are reasonable. And for the first time, I can freaking remember, players want to come to Oakland. They want to be here. I mean, (laughs) it is amazing to me to see the kind of talent that's coming here. And just for example... Raiders adding another big piece on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no one has made more splashes, let's say, besides the New York Giants, than the Oakland Raiders, especially on defense. I'm told they have agreed to terms with cornerback Sean Smith. It is a four-year deal worth $40 million. Now, this was one of the Chiefs' key free agent signings three years ago, played on a short-term deal, and earned another big deal with the Raiders. It was down to the 49ers and the Chiefs trying to retain him. In the end, Smith heads out to the black hole, for $10 million per year and 20 guaranteed, by the way. Coming over here from the Chiefs, okay, cornerback, a pro bowler, a great freaking talent coming to Oakland to play here where he grew up and his entire family are freaking Raider fans. 
He did a fantastic interview, man. It was freaking epic. It was great. It was great, man. Back in Cali, you know, I'm home. We also got an alignment, an apartment building with pads. Kasiki Azamele. I'm doing my best. You guys know I do terrible <laughs> names. And I know people were already laughing before I, I even said it. And, you know, we re-signed Donald Penn. We have Gabe Jackson. Our offensive line should be on paper, as is what it says, is the best line in the NFL. That's something to freaking say. When's the last time we said we can get Carr, keep protection, open a line, open a hole for Murray, and still make it happen? Taiwan Jones is going to have a freaking field day this year, and so is anybody else that has a football in their hands in the backfield. Our offensive line averaged 6'4", 319 pounds. That is some beef. Besides Smith, we also pissed up, picked up Bruce Irvin. All neck. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of Takeo Spikes. There's all neck. There's no, I mean, there's no head. The head goes all the way down to the shoulders. This guy is a freaking beast. I honestly didn't never think I would be playing for the Raiders. You know, uh, it's a lot of history, man, from, from Al to, to all the former players who used to be here. So, oh uh, yeah, I, I really think it would be an honor to just put that jersey on and, and, and go out here and turn this thing around for, for Oakland. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We watched a lot of uh, Oakland film in Seattle, so I would watch Khalil and uh, the guy's on his way to being one of the top rushers in the league, you know, if not already, uh, you know. I think me being on the other side of him, I'm, I'm going to benefit a lot, you know, uh, and get one-on-one -on -one situations, you know, and I got to, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to win those matchups. Uh, you know, he's just a freak, man. You know, he can play the run, he can rush, he can do all type of stuff. You know, this kind of guy you want to play with. Raider Nation, uh, you know, I can already tell it's a great fan base. Uh, you know, they've been showing me a lot of support. The pieces are here. Uh, we got a great offense. Uh, we've been putting the, add a lot of great pieces on defense. So I honestly feel that we could go out here, we could really take over this AFC West and, uh, you know, you know, uh, really, really get in the playoffs and make a run for it next year. He wants to be a pass rusher. Right now he's linebacker, and hey, the guy can cover very well too, and he was under the tutelage, of course, Ken Norton in Seattle because that's where he came from, and that is a great pickup. Very reasonable, a pass rusher for that price. People are overpaying, folks, just like we used to, but no more, baby. <laughs> you got to hand it to Reggie, man. I can't say it enough. I can't say how well he's done in four seasons. Yeah, it's suck. We had to embrace the suck for that whole time. But now you can see the fruits of his labor. Man, oh, man. Now, Bruce Irwin wants to be a defensive end. I think he should stay linebacker, whatever, whatever they do. Four years, $37 million is a deal for this guy because he is a freaking beast. We also picked up a guy, Darren Bast, a linebacker. Um, he's going to be a special teams guy, of course. Uh, Bryden Trawick is also a special teams guy. He comes from the Ravens. He's a safety. They're loading up guys right now. Our free agency, I couldn't believe it. I'm driving down the road. I hear Bruce Irvin, what? <laughs> Steve Smith, what? And I thought we were done. We were just starting. An amazing offseason for the Raiders 
They re-signed Penn. That's a solid offensive line. And Derek Carr is going to have a great summer because <laughs> he's going to have he's going to be able to relax and sleep at night. Now, I can't even tell you. Alden Smith actually is is uh, available to be signed. He can't play. Interesting to see if uh, Reggie takes him on. I think they should. I think he did a pretty good job while he was here. And he might have an opportunity to pick up a roster spot. Maybe not. Because like I said, we have eight draft picks. Eight. We pick 14th. And, you know, I, I could, I don't know what we're going to get. I think we should just get the best player, as I always say. But, you know, we've had two great drafts. We need this draft. And I'm talking freaking playoffs, man. Can you hear me, Raider Greg? And I don't jack around. You guys know it. I would tell you how I really feel. And this is how I feel. And we're not even into the draft yet. The acquisitions that Reggie McKenzie got were just absolutely stellar and at a great freaking price. And the icing on top is that they want to come here and they want to play for the Raiders and help us get a ring. Another one. We re-signed Andre Holmes. Uh, we let Curtis Lofton go. Uh, Rod Streeter went to the Chiefs. I think he played four games in two years. So good, you know, good luck, Rod. But uh, you're you're playing on the Chiefs, so bad luck. <laughs> Be consistent, bro, and stay hurt. What I mean by this, you know. Uh, amazing series of events in this offseason. I was totally stunned. We've had money before. We had money last year. We didn't spend it. But this season, with with the way the team is gelled, the second year of the coaching staff, I mean, it's like a magic potion. And you can see it. You can see it start to come together, come together as a team, come together as a locker room, come together as a staff and an organization, and I know we're only going to play in Oakland for a year, whatever. I know one thing for sure. They're not waiting. They're not waiting for a new stadium. They're not looking to a new deal. They're just going to start winning some damn football games, and then maybe the money will come for that new stadium there in Oakland. Just perhaps. We got to hope San Diego moves their ass to L.A., because if that doesn't happen, well, all bets are off. But I don't give a shit. What I know is this. With just this acquisition this season, we have, we're playoff bound. We're a 10-win team. That's what I think. With the schedule we have and who we're playing, man, there's no reason we should not take the division and go to the playoffs this season. And I am not jacking around. And that is all I have to say about freaking that. Bad of the bone. Bad of the bone. You know at 1-800-620-7181, you know the bone line. You know the number. You should. 1-800-620-7181. Randy, he's back from vacation. I am back from a psychotic episode. <laughs> Not really. Life happens between shows, and man, oh, man. You know what? I'll tell you right now. You think it's going to get easier? Well, 
Sometimes it don't turn out that way, bro. I got nothing to complain about. I live in the greatest country, in the greatest state, in the greatest city in the United States of America, I feel. And I'm truly blessed to have great friends, great family, and the best of the Raider Nation right there by my side. I'm loving it. I love the show. I love you guys out there. So let's listen to these these uh, phone calls and shut my goat smelling ass up. <laughs> out of beautiful Michigan, my very good brother, the Raider General. Hey, hey Raider Nation, Raider General here out of Michigan. Um, Colin, I haven't called in a while, and Raider Greg, uh, don't know when the next one's going to air, so I thought I'd just call in. Well, the season's over, and um, first thing I want to address is I just wanted to do a little bitching here at the beginning. Uh, I wanted to shoot this out to a couple of my nation brethren that have gotten on here over the season and have kind of uh, castigated the rest of us for our bitching and moaning and uh, implied that we're not real fans because we – we bitch and moan and we, you know, no organization deserves a place like this to bitch, moan, swear, curse, and uh, then, then this organization. So, um, you know, this is our venue to do that. And without it, I'm sure there'd be a lot more murders or a lot more heart attacks across the nation. So, anyways, I just had to say that because that irked me over the season, people telling us not to call up and we, we don't have a right to bitch and moan. Anyways, moving on. The season, I told my kids if we were eight and eight, I'd be, I'd be happy. Happy is not the word, but I would be. And content isn't the word either. Trust me, I'm still pissed off. But if we were at 500, I was gonna feel good about the next season. Seven and nine, I'm okay. We're doing a lot of good things. I see that. I bitched and moaned after a few games. I was happy after a couple games, but we're headed in the right direction. I still think we're about five or six solid guys from making a run, and I think we can pick up half of those through free agency. And if we have another draft like we did this year, fucking A, man. Um, Anyways, I think the major focus, what we need to do is pick up um, some – defensive backs and then after that we should focus on defensive backs and then once we get our defensive backs set I think we need some more defensive backs because let's face it we need some defensive backs okay seriously all we have is TJ Carey and Emerson that's it we're starting from scratch as far as I'm concerned we need to pick up some free agents a big solid signing is a free safety or a shutdown corner we can't go all youth again that that lost us at least two games, at the very minimum, okay? Uh, after that, if we go after that, if we get anybody besides defensive backs, I think we need another linebacker. I think our defensive line is pretty stout. We can always use a pass rusher, but I'll tell you, we've got Alden Smith coming back next year, Danico Autry. I don't know what we're doing with Puck. Uh, Alden Smith coming halfway through, Khalil Mack. We've got a lot of good talent there. On the offensive side, I think we need a wide receiver. I'm really kind of hoping Streeter comes back. I'm really hoping we give him a chance. I mean, from what Del Rio has said about this guy, you know, handling not playing this year and being a complete professional about it and a team player, if we don't sign him, I hope he winds up someplace because he's a good Raider. And unfortunately, because of injuries, he kind of got fucked. 
Uh, and I hate to see that because I think he was a diamond in the rough a couple years ago. Um, I think that's it, guys. I don't want to bitch. I don't. I'm, I'm not excited or happy. Or I mean, I'm kind of in the middle right now. But I'm looking forward to next year. Um, and the draft. So, in a side note, I got a funny story. Some of you know that I was talking about my one son that's a Raider fan and my other son that's a Vikings fan. Well, my Vikings fan son made NFL Network this last weekend. Uh, you, I know all of you saw the videos of the Vikings fans uh, after they lost on that last kick. Uh, my son was the one that fell down into a fetal position. And I was the one screaming, oh, my God. And his buddy taped him without him knowing it. And then somehow NFL Network and ESPN and Fox Sports, they all caught it. And then, lo and behold, Deion Sanders is talking about my kid, uh, you know, rolling up into a fetal position. Uh, it kind of uh, glossed over a bad day for him, to say the least. So, anyways, uh, uh, anyways, uh, small world, eh? Hey, uh, Raider Nation, have a good off season. We'll talk soon. Uh, as always, next year onwards and upwards towards the draft and uh, for the Super Bowl anybody but the Patriots later well from your mouth to Reggie's ear because almost everything you asked for we've gotten in the off season bro I know you're freaking excited like I am too amazing what we've done in this very short amount of time and we're not done yet it's crazy Great call. Great take. Look what we did. <laughs> Almost verbatim what you said. Great call, bro. Our next caller is Raider Todd from Long Beach, California. Just around the corner from Los Angeles. What's up, brother? Hey there, Raider Greg. This is uh, Raider Todd in Long Beach. Uh, I had a pleasure talking with you and your wife at the uh, tailgate before the Chiefs game a couple weeks ago. And uh, I was I was uh, talking to your wife for a couple minutes, and she was, and we were both discussing how there, you could never recreate the experience of going to a game in Oakland, a Raider game in the black hole. It's just there's no way. There's no, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like the camaraderie and the tailgate and the whole thing. There's nothing like it. You could never recreate it. Now, with all the relocation talk happening and people talking, maybe there's still a small chance they might go to L.A. if the Charger thing craps out or, you know, San Antonio or even San Diego. And if they're not going to be in Oakland, uh, I think that actually going to San Diego is the best deal, actually even better than L.A., even for the people that live in L.A. I know there's a lot of, obviously, a ton of Raider fans there. I, you know, I live in the area. Um, but here's the deal. The Inglewood Stadium, if the Raiders were to trail the Rams, if San Diego ends up not doing it, uh, you're going to pay 200 bucks for a, for a cheap seat ticket. All the good seats will be taken up by corporations and the skyboxes and all that. It's going to cost you 80 bucks to park if there's anywhere to park. There's going to be no tailgate. You're going to be going and, uh, you know, having a $12 beer somewhere on the, on the complex. And it's going to be – it's not going to be a football experience. They have AstroTurf. There's going to be a dome, okay? The Raiders playing in a dome, awful. So San Diego, they go down there. They start playing. I think they just renovate Qualcomm, not the greatest stadium in the world. But you're not going to pay through the ass for a ticket. Uh, you're going to, not going to pay through the ass for parking. 
uh, you're going to be able to tailgate just like in Oakland. And you're going to have a football experience, and it's not going to be NFL Disneyland. It's going to cost you a 1000 bucks to go to a game. So as somebody in that lives in Long Beach, you know, that lives south, just south of L.A., uh, San Diego Raiders, I mean, and the, the people from Oakland are coming down this way to go to a game anyway. San Diego is not that much farther, same plane ticket pretty much, and you're not going to pay through the ass to go to a game and go and have and feel like you're going to eat shrimp cocktail like you're at, you know, a 49ers game and drink wine during a football game, okay? This is going to be a great experience for true Raiders fans. So that was kind of my thought when I was talking to my buddies about you guys can discuss it. Obviously, for the guys that live up north, I mean, you know, you want to keep the team there. But uh, I think this is the next best alternative. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. And, uh, again, thank you for doing the show, Raider Greg. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, no, my friend, there is nothing and will never be anything like the Coliseum parking lot every day, every game. I think all of us that experience it know that it's coming to an end, uh, at least the way it looks now. Amazing experience, as you know. Nothing like it anywhere in the league. And the price of a ticket, you can't beat that as well. There's no way around the ticket price, bro. If they build a stadium right there in Oakland, it's going to be the same money. And that's fine as long as we have the tailgate experience. I mean, I know if we build a new stadium, it's going to cost some big bucks. But please, if anything, give us the room to party in the lot because that is a huge part of the game. And if you're only going to go to one or two games a season, um, man, you got to have that. You just got to have it, man, as you know. And as far as going to San Diego, yeah, I wouldn't go down to San Diego. If they're going to go, they're going to go to Los Angeles and share a stadium. It's going to be all that. Um, but you know what? They're the Raiders. Uh, they're going to be my team and your team no matter where they play on Mars. Uh, so let's hope they stay here. I'd love to see them build a stadium right here in Oakland. But uh, you know what? I am so tired of it. The dead horse has been beaten so much, it's now a rug. Thank you for the call, bro. And our next caller, my very good brother, and you know him as Raider D from the IE. That's Inland Empire for all those who don't know. What's up, brother? Hello, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Uh, it's your boy Raider D from the IE, and I just listened to the last podcast, a, a three-hour long version, and uh, you know I found some interesting takes on there, um, and um, I want to talk about a couple things that I heard. First of all, let me state that um, going seven to nine to me um, was kind of disappointing because I think we probably should have won. Uh, about four, four more games at least that we we had, we let get away, and we should have fought. Uh, we probably should have came out with over ten wins. That's that's something I think most everybody can agree with. Uh, this team is good. We got good players. We have good uh, receivers. We had some drop balls this year. I don't think uh, second year with this with this receiving core and this quarterback who's going to be the quarterback for a long time. Um, I don't think they're going to be dropping all that many balls, you know, continuously going forward. Running backs, I like Latavius Murray. I think we do need uh, somebody, a change the pace back uh, to come in 
but I think he's, uh, he has to be beat out for that position. First thousand yard rusher and God knows how long. And, um, you know, guy played hell of a, hell of a, hell of a season for us. Um, but I want to address the quarterback thing because I, I heard a couple people talking about open up the competition and the guy is this and the guy is that. And, um, you know, this is the day after they announced that the guy's going to the motherfucking Pro Bowl. Take that. Shove it in your goddamn pipe and quit crying. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, week in and week out, enough of this bullshit. If you're looking at something different, please tell me what you see. But if you don't knock off all that goddamn crying, I'm going to shoot some fucking body. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. That's enough. This is the quarterback. Pryor, I like Pryor, but let's be real. He sucked. He sucked ass. He had one fucking big long run. He'll be in the record books for that. He couldn't throw a mother. He couldn't hit the side of a fucking barn from two feet away. And unfortunately, that ain't good enough to fucking play. I don't want somebody who cannot fucking read a playbook. That's a, that's ridiculous. You can't read a playbook. You can't quarterback a professional football team. So knock that shit off. I don't want somebody running around losing fucking all the time. He won three games. The motherfucker lost 11. The fuck out of here. Or whatever it was. He, he, look, this is a professional football league. You want to see him play good? Send that motherfucker back to college and watch that bullshit. Let him run around with a bunch of kids. Because that's where he did well. Run around with a bunch of kids. When he got on the field with the adults, the shit got hard. He looked like a goddamn clown out there. Jesus Christ. I saw a preseason season before when he was a rookie. And uh, we played the Seattle Seahawks. And I don't know if you guys remember this. You know what Seattle did? They blitzed that motherfucker about 75% of the time. And he looked terrible. Knock it off. Okay, back to real football. Our defense. You know, we still need to uh, work to get some linebackers in, in Oakland, guys. And um, I think um, – I like what De- uh, Del Rio and Ken Norton Jr. were able to do. You know, the defense takes a while to gel and come around. Everybody knows that. And ours took a little while. But by the end of the season, you know, even in cases when we gave a turnover, you know, we give a turnover, motherfuckers get all the way down inside the one, and we're coming out of that, those situations with field goals. You know, we, were, we had so many fucking first and goal inside the five uh, uh, situations where we didn't give up shit. And that, I'm telling you, that's balls motherfucking through the wall, baby. That's what we, we got out of that defense down the stretch. The Raiders are going to be good. So let's get it together. I think they're going to be in Oakland this year. And as soon as I get the announcement, I'm getting my goddamn season tickets. Be listening all summer. Thank you. I might have went along. This is Raider D, and I'm out. Love the fucking call, bro. <laughs> I love it. No, you say exactly what everyone else is thinking. Uh, you know, Money Man is out there. Uh, I don't know if he's listening anymore, but he probably is if he hears this show. But, you know, everyone's got a right to an opinion, but if you're going to lay it out there, you're going to get it. <laughs> and uh, listen, this young man will eclipse uh, any comments said bad about him uh, going forward Uh from this day forward, I'm telling you, uh, he is our quarterback, and now 
He has the beefiest line in the league to protect him. He will have new toys. It will be a crazy season. You know we're almost there. I know we're almost there. That's why the passion's getting hot, man. This whole thing's getting hot. And Reggie has come through. As you know, I will see you at the Coliseum, bro. And our next caller, my very good brother from Las Vegas. That's right. Raider Steve, the most passionate fan in the desert. I'm telling you, man. What's up, Steve? Hey, Raider Greg. Raider uh, Steve in Vegas. Uh, so uh, I hear the Raiders going to be in town tomorrow to look at a potential uh, stadium deal here in Vegas. Um, of course, I'd prefer they stay in Oakland because it just sounds better and that's where they're from and they're the Oakland Raiders. But if they had to move someplace, I'm all for them moving here, man. Uh, of course, you guys got a place to stay if it, uh, if it ever happens. Let's be honest, I seriously doubt it. It's probably another leverage move by Mark Davis. But, uh, man, that would be something. And I'll tell you, you know, if you've been to Vegas, which I'm sure you have and most of the phone line guys have, but. Uh, this city is built to make it as easy as possible to, to get to a stadium like that. And I know the spot they're talking about. Uh, they've been trying to get a stadium here for the for UNLV for years. And, you know, Vegas has tons of money, so they can push it through. Uh, free agents could come here and play for the Raiders and not have any state tax. So there's that, too. Uh, so, I mean, it sounds awesome. It would be great, but... You know, Vegas is a transient city. You know, there's a ton of Raider fans here, but it's not like Oakland. It's not like the Bay Area. I'm not sure they could ever fill a $1 billion stadium up with uh, NFL fans, you know. You'd have to have people flying in every week, and I know Raider fans would be traveling down, but I don't know if they could sell out that stadium, man. I mean, there's not enough people here to, to sell it out. I mean, there is physically, but... There's fan, there's all sorts of NFL fans here. It's not just the Raiders, you know. Uh, the fan base here, the Raiders fan base here, can't sell out that uh, stadium. So, sounds awesome, you know. If they have to move, I'm all for it. Um, I think everybody's they're they're overselling the fact that you know I don't I don't think they're going to be selling out games here, man. You know, and you know if they Vegas it up and they you know they it could get really expensive if they. Uh, I don't know, man. I, you know, there's a lot of other things to think about with this. I mean, fuck, a drink here in Vegas, like 14 bucks a pop, you know, uh, they would totally Vegas it up, but, uh, who knows, man? I don't know. Uh, hope, you know, if it gets leverage for Oakland to get a new stadium, great. Uh, if they do move to Vegas, you know, I'll do my best to get season tickets and, uh, you guys got a place to crash. You ever want to come down here anyway? Um, I doubt anything's going to happen, but we'll see. I thought it was interesting. Figured I'd call the bowline. Uh, talk to you later. Yeah, you know, when I heard that story, I thought there's going to be a lot of 21-year-old to 28-year-old millionaires, uh, young men with a lot of money running around town. I don't know if the NFL is going to go for that, first of all. And I just don't think they could fill that stadium, just like you said, really. They'd have to, you know, that town, I don't know if it could support a 65, 70,000 uh, seat stadium. Uh, 
So I, I'm not thinking about Vegas. I still think LA is the destination if San Diego doesn't do it. But you would sure have a good time, and we all appreciate the invite to stay. Trust me, it would be a hell of a party, and I'd be flying a few times a year. But uh, who knows where they go? If they, I'd rather have them go there uh, than L.A., <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> all right, brother, thank you for the call. And our next caller is from Pomona, California. Silverbones, Raider Alex is in the house. What's up, man? Don't tell me you've been missing the show. <laughs> what up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Listen, man, I'm, just, I'm hitting you guys up because, man, I need my Raider fix. I need, need my podcast, man. What's up? This is uh, Silverbones, the Pomona Raider, Raider Alex. Hey, man, so come on, man. Give us, give us a little tidbit of something. Come on, man. It's been too long. I think it's been already going on about three weeks now. Um, talk about that we're gonna stay in Oakland one more year. You're not gonna be not gonna be down South Oakland and take over San Diego Stadium. Um, I don't know. Give me something to talk about the draft coming up. Talk about free agencies about to be here in about about a month. You know, possible targets. Uh, got a lot, of, a lot of money we gotta spend. So, yeah, come on. Come on, just do it. I know it's a nice little break. I know it's vacation time because, you know, of course, we're out of the playoffs again. But, you know, you're loyal Raider fans. You're to this podcast. We need something from you guys. Come on. I'm bored. I'm bored. First off, brother, thank you for the props. Uh, the mad love is cool. I know you need a Raider fix, but I needed uh, some time. Uh, some time to take care of some biz. And so now... We are seeing what's going on. So I'm back in the saddle to see uh, what's going on this season. I know you're digging it. I know you're loving this offseason. We all are. Uh, you better find yourself a place to sit down here in Oakland this year because it's going to be something to see, brother. Make it out to the tailgate. We'll have some beers. We'll have a good time. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother, the Canton Raider. What is up, man, from Hall of Fame Town? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Canton Raider from Canton, Ohio. Uh, Ken Stabler. I'm happy for him and his family. But please don't take what I'm about to say out of context. What did this man do to deserve a lifetime ban from the Hall? Really? A year after the guy died, the so-called committee decides to let him in? It's a joke. Stable should have been in years ago while he was alive to enjoy it. The fact that the so-called committee waited till he died and elected him in a year after his passing, it's pity. And it's a slap to his face, in my opinion. I'm glad he's in. I'm thrilled. And I'm happy for the Raider Nation and, more importantly, the Stable family. But the timing is pathetic. This man should have been in 10, 15 years ago. But better late than never. And I hope to see a lot of you Raider Nation guys in Canton this summer. And since we're talking about the Hall of Fame, let's compare Swan, Lynn Swan of the Steelers, to Cliff Branch. Swan played in 116 games, Branch 183. Swan, 336 receptions, Branch 501. 
Swan, 51 touchdowns, Branch, 67. And the yards, receiving yards, Swan has 5,452, Branch has 8,685. Why is Swan in the Hall of Fame and Branch is still on the inside looking in, outside looking in? Numbers don't lie. What's the reason? Do we got to wait till Branch passes away for him to get in the Hall? Come on, man. That's bull. Now the Broncos. Yeah, I got to give credit where credit's due. They won the Super Bowl. Congrats, Denver. It only took you guys 35 years to match the Raiders in Super Bowl victories. Okay, Peyton. Time to retire now. Bye. And I hope Reggie McKenzie is watching the game or watch the game. Denver is now tied with the Raiders in the AFC West with three Super Bowls. And the Chiefs have one and Chargers have none. It's time to take back the AFC West. And with Peyton leaving, in my opinion, the West is wide open. That's all I got to say. It was a decent season. And I hated to see the Broncos win and it. But it happened. So, 2016, let this be it. Enjoy the offseason. Raiders. You know, it's funny you should say that because I thought the same thing. Actually, before he passed away, I thought they better give him this Hall of Fame before he passes away. He deserves it. Absolutely deserves it. And, yes, the Hall of Fame is a hall of shame when it comes down to picking true champions. Cliff Branch, you know, he had an attitude problem, quite honest with you. His stats were fabulous, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. Tom Flores should be in the Hall of Fame. Jim Plunkett should be in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is run by buffoons. It's a, you know, it's a you-scratch-my-back kind of thing. It's a, It's not very fair. It's very, you know out there there's all kinds of parameters that are fluid and they move at any given moment i don't consider the hall of fame to be all that i am proud when our players make it there because i know they deserve it but i don't hold the standard at the hall of fame for champions of the raiders in my book there are plenty of raiders that have played this game that deserve uh, that brass sculpture in canton that aren't getting it, uh, but in my book, uh, screw those statues. Uh, for them, I'd love them to get it. But the team and the fans know and appreciate the champions that have built this team and the history of the Oakland Raiders. I'd love to see them all get in the Canton, but I think it's a bunch of bullshit um, myself. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Nebraska Raider. Long time, brother. What's going on there in the Midwest? Yo, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Nebraska Raider calling in. Um, I know there's a lot of things going on, like uh, the Raiders staying in Oakland for another year, possibly two years, and San Diego staying in San Diego for at least another year. But, um, hey, I'm just going in saying, hey, do you know anything that's going on with uh, Alden Smith? Have you guys heard anything about that? Because, I mean, I've been listening to 95.7 The Game, and, uh, you know, I check up in on, obviously, the Raiders, Raiders website, and 
csmbayarea.com. But I would love to hear that we're signing Alton Smith to a multi-year contract along with, um, you know, like uh, Andre Holmes. I like him and uh, a couple others. But uh, anyway, so, hey, I can't wait until you guys come out with the damn podcast because it's been too damn long. I understand that lies happens. But shit, man, I need my podcast. So, anywho, love you guys, and just give me what you got. Love you guys. Peace. Red Nation. I'm out. Gotta love the bad love from the fans, yes. I know it's been a long time, but I'm back. So, in that, uh, if San Diego stays in San Diego, the Oakland Raiders are going to Los Angeles. That's the way it's set up. And um, unless Kroenke uh, puts a pinch on the move or charges too much or, you know, some other shenanigans go down, I believe the Raiders will go to Los Angeles and uh, it'll be what it is. But can't worry about it. I know that they're going to be here this season. we got a great team. It's going to be a lot of fun. And when they go to play Kansas City, bring it, bro, because they're going to crush Kansas City Two times next season, crush the Chiefs. And Alda Smith just is able to sign right now, this week, actually. No one signed him yet. Um, I don't know about that. No long-term deal, I don't think, Reggie. It'll be a one-year one thing, if that. There might not be a roster spot for Smith. Um, there's a lot of talent on this team, and it's getting pretty thick there. So perhaps they'll sign him. I hope they do. I like Smith. I think he can play well. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, in the offseason uh, for him. I don't know about his history or what's been going on, but it's been very quiet from the Smith camp. Let's hope we can get something done very reasonable. All right, from Bakersfield, my very good friend, Rita Jaime Dog. What's up, man? Long time. <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Heimdall calling out of Bakersfield. Just uh, right on uh, uh, CSNBC, uh, the Bay Area News, uh, we got uh, Bruce Servant, man, fired up. Hey, man, the best signing I've heard in a while, other than that uh, offensive line guy they got from uh, Baltimore. Fired up, Raider Greg, fucking hey, brother. Finally, glad you know, happy that we're fucking getting these big time players signing up with us. Go Raiders, baby! I'm out. Yeah, we're getting good players that want to come play for us, that really want to, and we're not giving them the whole money. The piggy bank is still intact, and we're not overpaying for these guys. And we got uh, uh, Smith too, Steve Smith, unbelievable pickup there. Very reasonable, bro. It's going to be playoff bound. And you know, I don't just throw that around. And our next caller, the Pomona Raider. And he's got something to say, man. Listen to him. Raider, great, great, great. Raider Randy, Randy, Randy. Randy. Kind of quiet over there, man. Where you guys at? You're supposed to be covering free agency. What the info, man? 
I miss my Raider Nation podcast. Cannot put it more plainly than that. Where are you guys at, man? You are the info. You guys are the insight. You guys are the behind the the the, the news. You guys are the reporters. You guys give us everything we need. Come on, man. Give it on a two-month siesta. Let's go. Time to get to work. Come on, man. Miss you guys, bro. Hope, hopefully everything is well. Hopefully, you know, everything is good with your family and, and you guys are just taking a long-deserved uh, vacation. Well, football started, guys. It's time for you guys to get back in the ship. All right? This is Pomona Raider out. Yeah, it's nice to be missed. We know. Raider Randy, 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 Randy. Ready, Greg, Greg, Greg. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, sometimes stuff happens. Thank you for the blessings and definitely for the props, bro. We're back to work, man, okay? We're slaving over here. And uh, we're doing our best, but you have to be freaking flipping out about this offseason because, bro, we're playoff bound, I'm telling you. Thanks for the call and the props, brother. And the man is on the phone, Autumn Wind Williams, in the house. What's going on, my friend? What up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the Raider Nation. This is Autumn Wind Williams, feeling damn good. I'm saying it with my chest. Raiders! I love the way the free agency is looking right now. Man, two days ago, we uh, we made a big splash with the cash, as my homegirl Raiderette Nancy would say. Um, man, it, it looks great. We just got Sean Smith today. Um, two days ago, we got, uh, well, officially a day ago, um, you know, we got uh, two other big free agents. Um, it's hard to say this dude's name. Um, let me try to say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm horrible with this, man. His name is, um, gosh, Chalechi Asameli. Whatever that shit is, man, I hope it hit these defensive lines as hard as and, and nasty as the name sounds. But I like how we got Bruce Irving, and Bruce Irving is already on Twitter recruiting for Weddle. I've been wanting Weddle to sign with the Oakland Raiders ever since the offseason uh, started. But, um, you know, this year I'm trying to be still, not make no Twitter movement like a lot of people was doing in these past years with that DJX to Oakland type of shit that didn't do anything but help them get some more cash somewhere else. But uh, it looks like everybody wants to come to the Oakland Raiders. Mark Morrison was, I mean, Kurt Morrison was even on Twitter yesterday stating that he got uh, tweeted um, from a player saying that they need to go to Oakland. And, uh, you know, it looked like the players are taking notice that we got the cash, we got the team that, uh, going to make it to the playoffs and possibly even the Super Bowl. You know, I, I got my hopes very high for a reason this year that shit can get done, you know, 
front office getting it together, um, the personnel, man, the Raider Nation is ready. We ready to come back. Back in black, baby. Ottoman Williams, I'm out. Absolutely freaking amazing free agent pickup so far. We got eight slots in the draft. We're not done with free agency, and we're going to have a hell of a roster. Second year of the, the coaching staff, second year of the playbook, second year of the defense. Listen, man, we are going to roll the AFC West and end up in the playoffs. I'm here to tell you, it's going to be so crowded there in Oakland that we're going to have a hard time seeing through the crowd. But we will, because we've been there through hell and high water, and we're still there, bro. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this year. Looking forward to seeing you at the tailgate. Let's get to it, brother. Perfect time for this caller. We have next the Raider Optimist. Is that Optimist Prime? (laughs) Sorry, bro. Hey, greetings, Raider brothers and sisters of the Raider Nation. This is the Raider Optimist. Very excited. Very just pleased of the vision of Jack Del Rio and Reggie McKenzie. Uh, just very excited about the players that we brought in in free agency. Uh, bringing in Bruce Irving to rush the passer, to play linebacker, a little outside linebacker who could play D, D end. Uh, bringing in Smith, big cornerback uh, over from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to uh, play uh, play cornerback. Uh, and bringing in the KO on the offensive line. That's big time, man. Uh, so, I mean, this is to, to play left tackle, so we're really solidifying spots. Uh, love what we're doing. Love what's going on. The defense looks pretty stacked, man. I mean, you got uh, Leo Mack on one side. you got uh, Irvin on the other outside, linebacker. Uh, you know, we let go of uh, Curtis Lofton. So, you know, you could put Malcolm Smith in the middle. You could put Ben Henney in the middle. Uh, we still have Nia, Neron Ball. We could throw around, put him as a floater. Uh, you still got um, possibly uh, Alden Smith. You still got Mario Edwards coming on the outside. Uh, you know, we got defensive tackle. Big Dan Williams still rocking, rocking the middle. Uh, Justin Ellis. You know what I mean? So we got some big-time players. And then you put David Emerson on, you know, one cornerback. You have Smith on the other side. You could still – we still got – we got depth. We got T.J. Carey. Still got D.J. Hayden. So, we're I mean, we're doing good. Uh, we're, we're getting to the point where we got a real – we had a good defense this past season. We're going to have even better defense this coming season. So just looking, it's just looking so good for the Raider nation or for the Raiders in general, which helps out the Raider nation, keeps us happy. Like I said, just really happy with the moves that are, uh, that our front office is doing. And just wanted to share that really excited, you know, uh, on the offensive side, you know, we're pretty set. We're pretty locked down. we got the two wide receivers, Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper. Still got the big blocking tight end, Lee Smith. Got Michael Rivera, or got Clive Wolford. Just really happy. 
Rodney Hudson in center, Gabe Jackson. You can see what's up with Donald Penn. But bringing in uh, Kalichi uh, Osamele, that, that was a huge, huge deal. That's the biggest deal that we made in free agency right there. He's a big, huge, strong, powerful, quick, good footwork man. Got a lot of pop, great run blocker. He could play guard and the tackle position. I think they're going to put him at left tackle. And, uh, you know, Raven, the Ravens didn't want to let him go. So for us to, you know, pull him away, you know, give him some money that he's well-deserved, that he that he really earned. He's just a good character guy. So to bring that guy in there, protecting Carr's blind side, I think that's going to be huge. You know, you pair him up with, uh, you know, with Gabe Jackson. So you got Osamelli, Gabe Jackson on the left side. You got Rodney Hudson, kick butt center. You know, we got, we still got a what, Webb. It's the right guard and Austin Howard possibly. Or we got Feliciano still, you know, mix him in. Uh so you know, we we can now we'll get to the point where with the draft coming up, we can put in uh just basically pick the, the best available player. Uh so we could fill any spot, create any depth that we like. Uh, why not? I would say let's get a running back. Let's get a top running back. Like I have a, uh, maybe out of Ohio State if he's around. Just whoever the best available player is at the time of our pick, I say we nab him, whether it's a running back, whether it's whatever, whatever it is. We could use, I guess, extra safety help, extra, you know, DBs. You can never have enough DBs. You can never have enough safety. Just people that to mix in uh, special teams wise, but uh, I wouldn't mind getting at one of the top notch running running backs because we know uh, Latavius Murray had a little bit of the fumbleitis. Maybe get a kid that's that's got good hands, doesn't drop the rock, doesn't lose the rock on the ground, doesn't drop the ball. Uh, you know, hey, just to kind of push uh, Latavius Murray. Maybe we maybe we should do that. Uh, would like I would like to see that personally, but uh, just like I said, just closing this up, summing all up. Just very happy with the vision of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, who cares where we play? Well, I do. I do care about where we. I love to stay in Oakland, but I don't think we're leaving. I don't think we're leaving California. But what matters is what's on the field, what we're doing on the field, and I like what's going on. I like I like what we have on the paper. So just you know. Want to see running back? Let's let's get a let's get a two headed. Let's get another running back, and then we got you know DC Derek Carr, the man franchise. Uh, oh man, it's just looking good. Extremely happy, extremely happy, and excited. So this is the Raider Optimist, feeling very optimistic and happy. All right, until next time. Well, you kind of broke it all the way down, bro. I mean. Uh... The only thing I would say is we have Taiwan Jones as well, as far as Murray goes. So we might pick up another maybe free agent or who knows, we might draft a running back. But we do have a pretty good tandem right now. And I don't know what's going on with Reese yet. So we shall see about that. But our team's looking very good. And I'm saying playoffs this year, this year. I, I see no reason why we cannot dominate this schedule for sure. I appreciate the take, bro. Very well thought out. 
And last but not least, from Missoula, Montana, Raider Garrett is in the house. What's up, bro? Raider Nation, what's going on? It's Raider Garrett from Missoula, Montana. Haven't called in in a little while, but forgive my voice. I'm a little sick at the moment, sitting around here at home, reading all the free agency news. And, man, it's just hard not to get excited about this team. I mean, all of a sudden, our offensive line's getting better. I think losing Webb today was a little bit of a loss. I mean, he's not the best player, but we could use the depth of that position. Glad to see you re-signed Andre Holmes. That's a big one. Uh, I was sad to see Rod Streeter go. I think he uh, he's a better player than, you know, we've seen him do. I think he'll be good where uh, I think he went to Kansas City. But um, overall, I think it seems, you know, we're just making strides. It's so good to see us not just doing stupid moves. You know, every free agency signing I've seen so far was like a solid move. You know, I don't know about this Bates guy from uh, St. Louis or whatever, I guess L.A. now, but. You know, I, I think he could be an addition, maybe some special teams. And, but I think special teams have been decent. Either way, you know, I'm just excited to see the team finally going somewhere. Uh, we think we finally have all the pieces we need. I mean, offense looked really good last year. Shore up his defense a little bit. I mean, you got the Broncos with no quarterback. I mean, best-case scenario right now, they got Mark Sanchez, old Mr. Butt Fumble, playing for him. Uh, you got the Chiefs just being the Chiefs. <laughs> They'll be about the same team as they've been. And then you got the Chargers who just don't really do anything to help themselves either. So I think we're in a really good position to win this division next year. I wrote it last year. I got picture proof of it. In August, I wrote we were going to go 7-9. and nine. I called it. So this year, I'm putting it on the line again. I'm saying 11-5. and five. I, think, I think we can win out a few more games. Anyway, go Raiders. Talk to you guys later. 11-5 and five sounds just about right to me, and I ain't kidding. You guys know how I am. I'm very conservative when it comes to the wins here, and I know, I know we will make it to the playoffs next year. It's just how far into them are we going to go. Depending upon how well this team gels and everything else, I appreciate your call, bro, and uh, thank you very much. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. We know you missed us. Well, you know we missed you as well. I love hearing these calls. I love hearing these guys talk about missing the Raider Nation podcast. Makes me feel pretty damn good. I'm sure it does, Randy, as well. So uh, keep it up, man. The three people out there that uh, called in, that's pretty funny. Um we love doing this, man. We love the show. We love the fans. We're here for another season. What the hell? We're going to do it until it's over. <laughs> Faux show. So, with that being said, I am Raider Gray, and I am out. <laughs>